0: That right there is my good friend T. Chasmin. Thanks for the uh, hookup, bro. I appreciate it. Welcome to Sensibly Cynical, my name is Sean, and today is the debut episode of Sensible or Cynical Reviews. Um, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and you know, having our reviews will kill you kind of gave me an inspiration to do a little mini-series here. So in the coming weeks, I will pick and choose certain Netflix originals and Maybe even CBS All Access, considering I have a subscription with them. Um, And maybe even Prime. I don't know. I'll just pick some movies out. And I'll do a quick review. And um, see how you guys like it. Alright, today I will review the Netflix film, LA Originals. This movie is about two legends. Mark Mr. Cartoon Machado and Esteban Oriol. Both guys... Are incredible talents and I kind of stumbled upon this movie you know during this quarantine there's not a lot going on in my life right now to be honest I live by myself I hang out a lot of the times so when I'm not working watch tv watch news typical stuff you know typical old people stuff <laughs> news and coffee and shit so I was uh browsing through Netflix and I was like LA originals, like, I've never been to LA, but I know who Mr. Cartoon and Esteban are. I mean, if you're a fan of hip hop, if you're a fan of R&B, hell, if you're a fan of music in general, you know who um, these two guys are. First, I will start with Mr. Cartoon. He is a world famous graffiti artist, and he transitioned to being a tattoo artist during the 90s um, when he tattooed Eminem, 50 Cent, Wu-Tang members and his creativity is what set him apart from other tattoo artists. His detail, his vision, he was quick. You wanted something done and he would get it done. And he became a sensation. Celebrities all over were wanting to get their tattoos done by him. Kim Kardashian, um, Beyonce, you name the star, and I bet he tattooed them. But of course, not everything was Rosie Ford cartoon. You know, born in LA, he had some struggles and was through Skid Row and um, made it to the other side, persevered, he would... Just do graffiti art everywhere he could. Um, and although it was obviously illegal due to it being classified as, wait for it, vandalism, <laughs> people still to this day respect and admire the work he did back then. Um, his work is up there with Banksy when it comes to, you know, graffiti. He knew at a young age that he would be a, an artist. I think he knew like probably, what was it, like eight? He knew at a young age that what he wanted to do and that he had a talent for um, drawing. He could draw whatever, you know, and when he was in school, he would just draw. When he was on the street, you know, draw, 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 draw. That's all it was for him. It was his passion. Um, and in 92, I think, is when he met Estevan Oriol. Now, Estevan is... Obviously, also from L.A., hence the name L.A. Originals. Now, Estevan started as a bouncer in hip-hop clubs. You know, he knew the scene. Um, so it was an easy transition for him to manage Cypress Hill, House of Pain. And how they even said in the documentary that he would be a substitute for Cypress during interviews sometimes. Um, which was kind of wild to see footage of that. But he gained a good reputation, and his photographs have been featured in magazines such as Complex, Vibe, Rolling Stone, The Source, and more. I mean, the guy's stuff is a work of legend. Um, So it was just a match made in heaven when they met up in '92. Um, One was an amazing artist, the other one was um, an epic photographer who had a keen eye for the business. And the whole documentary was wild. I mean, they showed footage of Skid Row, how it was back then. They interviewed a guy, um, forgot his name, but he was the mayor of Skid Row. They were lookout guys. They would monitor um, everything going on. Anyone who showed up, they would... They would. Um, Proceed with caution. I mean, it was unreal. The Soul Assassin Space, you know, was right there on Skid Row. People would come in, out, in, out, um, get work done, tattoos, work on business regarding their music. Whatever they needed to get done would get done in that building. I mean, pretty women in and out of there, artists that became stars were there all the time. Like, if you were a big star, you had to see Cartoon and Estevan. You just had to. As, as they said in the um, documentary, you weren't somebody until you got tatted by Cartoon in the 90s. I mean, before Cartoon, you know, before he made it big as a tattoo artist, it was still fringe. Um, you were outcast if you had tattoos. Cartoon made it cool. His vision, his artistic talents were next level stuff when it when he started, um, you know, tattooing people. His canvas went from buildings to skin. And when he started applying his drawings to people, magic. He is, without a doubt, the greatest tattoo artist of all time. And in that time, when they would go in and out of there, people would spend hours, days, to the point where Travis Barker of Blink-182 would take cartoon with him on tour to get work done. So um, it was just incredible um, footage. Um, Kobe Bryant had great words. He did um, a lot of Kobe Bryant's tattoos. It was cool to see, you know, Eminem so candid. And uh, Eminem spoke um, highly of both of them and talked about how much they've grown at the end of the film. And it's true. These guys came from nothing, uh, poverty stricken um, households, um, you know, and it's inspiring as someone who's not from that culture to get a... I guess, sneak peek on what it was like back then. Um, And I'm kind of jealous. I wish I was around. I know there's a lot of, um, you know, things that I'm glad I didn't see by not being there. But at the same time, it seems like a really cool, um, it seems like it was a really cool, um, I guess, period of time. And it, was something that I was completely unaware of. I didn't know the depths, I guess, of genius these guys had. Um, I knew they were talented, but, you know, the comments from their peers make that even more paramount. I really like how this documentary highlighted the fact that these two gentlemen created a phenomenon. They made lowriders cool. They made graffiti cool. As bad as that sounds, as frowned upon as it is to do, because it is illegal, it became cool to spray paint a building Like how candid they were, how candid these celebrities were when talking about them. And it was epic. I like how it ends with them giving back. Cartoon works with Nike or worked with Nike and had his own shoe. And he spoke to kids saying that if I can do it, then you can do it. Because he was surrounded by drugs and illegal substances, but he still made it through. I mean, there was footage and interviews with guys on the street that blacked out due to heroin, blacked out and did the wrong thing. He did the wrong thing, but he admitted it and he prospered. And cartoon is living proof that although you may have it rough, you can do it. If you just put the hard work in, you can do whatever you want. And Esteban, not only did he direct Blink-182, but he also directed um, Eminem's band D12. So um, an extraordinary career and an extraordinary movie and everyone should check it out. All right. It is up to you. If this is sensible or a cynical review, let me know in the comments. Let me know. Email me. Tweet me at cynical, sensibly, Instagram, sensibly, cynical pod. You can check out our Facebook group, Uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. It would be highly appreciated. Once again, this has been a sensible or cynical review.